This is Ronin, the Prince of Denver and professional wrestling's only true vampire. And you are listening to Wrestling With Altitude. Welcome back to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and joining me on this uh, episode, I better warn you guys to all watch your face. It's the undeniable Dean Fleming. Dean, how are you doing? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm uh, doing great. Uh, 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 trying to stay warm because uh, you're currently in, in uh, Arkansas, right? Yeah, right now we're uh, in Sherwood, Arkansas. We're uh, getting ready to set up for the Chaotic Kingdom Wrestling, uh, one of our events tonight. So yeah, yeah, and I'm in Colorado, and it is currently snowing. So <laughs> yeah, so. I saw that there was a, a little bit of snow getting ready to come down out there. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah they're 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 predicting a blizzard, and we're actually on uh, we're kind of all waiting for it to happen because it really hasn't happened as quickly as they thought it was going to. But mm. uh, uh, anyways, that's you guys' uh, weather report. But uh, so first question out of your uh, out of the shoot for you: How did you get introduced into this uh, wacky world of uh, professional wrestling? Yeah, man, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I, I've just always been a fan, uh, and so that kind of got me started. Uh, with wrestling, you know, just like everybody else, I was a huge fan during the Attitude Era. Like, who wasn't a wrestling fan then? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, kind of fell off watching it from about 01 to 09, just, you know, because of uh, stuff in life, getting in high school, doing uh, football and basketball, running track. I'm in band, one-act play. I'm doing so much stuff in high school, and I didn't have access to a TiVo or a DVR, so I kind of fell off and then I got back into it, just scrolling through channels one day, and then turned, flipped it over to, to to Raw, and fell back in love. And then, you know, we had a uh, WrestleMania down in uh, Dallas area in 2016, uh, and during that time, I was again a huge fan. So I was like, hey, let me just let me get floor seats. You know, have this WrestleMania experience. You know, I, it, it's going to be a great time. Yada yada yada. And then as I'm there, throughout the entire show, I am just I'm captivated by the entrances. I'm, I'm, I'm mesmerized by what they're doing, you know, uh, showmanship wise, you know. And uh, so I thought to myself at that moment, you know, I'm going to learn how to get into this business. Oh, and, awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just like any other wrestling fan, your big wrestling fan really, you know, knows that anytime you get to uh, you get WrestleMania in your in your uh, city you know there's a lot mm. of small wrestling promotions that come around and start promoting and they're running throughout the entire week and i'll be honest i didn't know independent wrestling existed then um 
until we were leaving WrestleMania and I saw all these flyers on the ground because there was a show in the area for a uh, the Midnight After Mania. So they ran a show the Midnight After WrestleMania. That and, is cool. And and which uh, promotion was this? That was uh, VIP Wrestling. VIP Wrestling, okay. Yep. Um, I, I haven't had the pleasure of working with them just yet, but so it was at that moment I started going to some uh, independent wrestling shows, and um, and uh, got the friend request from from Bobby Horn. You know, a lot of people in the wrestling world know him as Sir Mo, mm-hmm. uh, just because he was getting ready to promote Soar around the area. And yeah, I reached out to him and said, "Man, I'd really like to try to get to this business somehow. I, I don't really, you know, what what I want to do or any of that. I just know I want to get in the business and." He said, "Hey, I'll train you." And here we are. You awesome. Know, almost <laughs> 5 years later. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's great. Um I want to dissect every single you uh thing you said there. Uh, I am very actually fascinated uh with this because um I went to WrestleMania um 32 as well. Uh and my story is that um, I had a, a, a good friend, basically uh, uh, the brother from another mother. Uh, that's how good of friends we were. He uh, was here in uh, lived in Denver, but he had to move back to uh, Illinois. And I had told him we made a kind of a promise to each other. Basically, said, "Hey, if WrestleMania ever comes anywhere close to us, uh, closer to me, because let's let's be honest, uh, WrestleMania is never going to come to Denver. It's just we just don't have a. I just don't think we have a arena that's kind of capable for it and." Uh, you know, even though the, the, where the Denver Broncos play, you know, is capable of the seating. We don't know what the weather's going to be like, uh, when it comes to uh, right. the March, April timeframe, we could be sixties. We could be, you know, blizzard like, like today, uh, at the time of this recording, you just never know what's going to happen. So when the Dallas thing came up, we're like, let's do it. So we did do that. So we, yeah, so that I'm just really excited that, uh, you and I were both there, but we did not know each other yet. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's great. And I, I, I agree with you. Some of those, uh, the entrances in the, like you said, the pageantry, um, you know, the rock with the flamethrower, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was, it was great. And, you know, of course, one of my favorites, uh, stone cold was there, there as well. Um, that, well, he had to be, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, you know, they, they, you know, had to be, it was in Texas. I mean, you got to have the Texas rattlesnake there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, you know, the being, uh, WrestleMania and stuff like that. Um, so I want to actually, since we're talking about that, I want to, um, a- ask you beyond, um, the experience of just the WrestleMania, did you, uh, attend any of the like WrestleMania access or, uh, any of the other, uh, shows like the NXT, the, the, the night before or any of that, uh stuff yeah so um when me and my brother bought the wrestlemania tickets we saw that they had uh you know access going on as well so i I bought some tickets to that and the ones that i bought were to see uh superstar billy graham okay well you know if i don't know if you remember this but he actually ended up having to pull out because because of some health issues so he couldn't people and they replaced him with mick foley Mm -hmm. so I mean, I got to meet Mick Foley during that time, and then I have a I have another friend that works for a uh, that works for Ticketmaster, and he was able to score me two extra access tickets to go meet Sting. Oh. So I Sting and Mick Foley that weekend. <laughs> yeah, I got we and we and him got to see uh, we got to go see Mick Foley as well. 
uh, but not get we didn't get to go Sting. So and how uh, how timely is that this conversation now with Sting being in A and W A and W A E W? So yeah, he, you know, uh, as uh, as we're always told in our wrestling training, hey, never never ever take yourself out of the game because it can always come back around to you. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, so true. Well, that's a. Uh, that's a uh, fascinating. I, I just, I'm, I'm, it's just make it's kind of giving me a little joy to know that you and I had that experience and kind of connecting on that. Um, but I want to take a couple steps back. Uh, Attitude area era that you said that you were uh, watching the uh, WWF at the time. Who was it that uh, uh, really enamored you? Who did you like uh, watching? Um, so during that entire thing, uh, you know, I'm flipping channels back and forth between. WCW and WWE WWF mm-hmm. um, but my guy the guy that I just uh, really just loved everything that he ever did was Diamond Dallas Page okay um, from from WCW time but I mean he's he was always hurt his ribs were always taped <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on the uh, the WWF side I was a uh, you know I was a stone cold guy Oh, that, that's cool. Yeah. And um, now, if I'm not mistaken, one thing that really kind of um, that is memorable for me with uh, DDP was uh, that double. There was a championship. The championship was defended, I believe, twice in one night. And that's when uh, he won the championship uh-huh. for the for, for the first time. That was a yeah. that was a memorable Big moment. For him, yeah. Yeah. And you know, for him to be getting in a little bit later than than the traditional, like they like they keep saying, uh, you know, and then to win it, uh, you know, at a quote unquote advanced age for the, for the wrestling business, <laughs> right? You know, that's uh, that's great. So um, then um, you said, like you said, you kind of started to to get your foot in the door, foot in the ring, for uh, get in into the business. Um, how did that, uh, come about and, uh, kind of who, uh, got you initiated? Like who was your first trainer or trainers? Uh, yeah. So like I said, um, you know, once, uh, Bobby Horn, you know, Sir Mo from men on a mission, yeah. um, he sent me a friend request. I accepted it and I noticed he was promoting a show and that's why I reached out to him and said, cause he said he needed some bodies to help him out with some side stuff for it. So I messaged him and said, Hey, well, what? what do you need? Um, and I, you know, I don't have any experience in the business, but if you need me to do anything, I can do my best to do whatever you need. Um, so he was going to actually have me working security at their very first event until the event was rained out because it was an outdoor event. (laughs) So I was like, Hey, I was really hoping that'd be the first one, you know, first, first time that I'd be able to get my foot there and, you know, get started and and, then that's when he actually offered um, his his services up, you know. So I met him out um, in a in a at a park, which is really funny. And we did my first wrestling tryout at a park, <laughs> which involved uh, it was somewhere between five hundred and a thousand squats. I I lost count. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, about yeah, you know, and then another, and then right after that, we're you know, I'm running about um, yeah, a mile and a half, two miles, no big deal there. But after yeah, you know, after 500 or a thousand squats, eh, that's tough. It hurts a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that. Then uh, that was pretty much how I got started into it, and then from there, 
I just been, you know, training just on the manager side from the wrestling side. I've done a lot of stuff backstage. Um, I've actually booked for the entire show for, for two years, you know, early on, but yeah, obviously with the guidance of Sir Mo. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I got initiated into it. Oh, that's cool. Um, so from the time you got started, uh, to when was kind of your, I, I, you, you kind of have a little bit of a, in, in my opinion, a little bit of a mixed experience, uh, you know, like I said, doing the, the managing and, and that kind of stuff. So what was kind of like your first, uh, matches or storylines or things that you, uh, did, uh, once you got into the, the training? So once I got into the, into the training, uh, to get myself started, uh, the very first thing I did, and, and I was, this was the funniest part because I, I told Sir Mo that the way that I learn best is just kind of throw me into the fire and let me figure it out. <laughs> well, a few weeks after I started training, he says, Hey, you're going to open the show with a promo. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I said, Oh, doing what? He was like, uh, you're going to start this new group. Uh, figure it out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, I'm in front of, uh, you know, 80, a hundred people somewhere in that range. And I'm just nervous, nervous as hell because I've, it, it's just something new for me. Um, and, uh, started from there and the fir- very first feud that I got into was I had a, a, my stable of guys called the winner's circle. Well, we had a guy that we ended up kicking out of the group or that left the group. And we as a group feuded with him after storyline purposes. Don't turn me into the police. Um, <laughs> I kidnapped his wife and kid. Uh. Six-month-old kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we tugged on some heartstrings across the venues. And uh, it all culminated to a match between me and him and uh, about six months after that. Oh, wow. Which I'm a manager, so he just beats the tar out of me, um, you know, for a good 10 minutes. (laughs) Wow. And so was this um, the was this the time frame when then I I think I very first met you and you were a talent agent, agent of the talent or how how did it go, uh, Dean Fleming? Oh, it was Dean Fleming, talent agent. Um, I was Dean Fleming, talent agent that time, um, but the the person that you saw as Dean Fleming Townage the first time up in Colorado yeah. uh, was actually starting my transition to being a full-time wrestler. Okay. Yeah, I was about – I was right at two years in at that time. Okay. That Okay, and, that's cool. I just, I, was really, I just was really curious because when I first met you and you, you gave me that uh, – very interesting redundant uh title and i thought that was pretty unique mm. and, and it's always stuck with me mm. yeah <laughs> I, that's what always uh it always captivated everyone when i would do that uh just dean fleming talent agent because you know you know who i am you know what i was doing yeah. and that's what that's what made everybody love that um but yeah like i said that was the first few there but in order to get me more into being a full-time um, in ring competitor. Uh, once again, uh, Sir Mo throws me into the fire. We had one of our one of our fans who has had since started wrestling with us. He's training. Um, 
wanted to become a wrestler. He had a really good look to him, really athletic, really good dude. Uh, Nate the Great Lawson. Um, I started messing with him um, as a manager. I started messing with him on the outside as he's over on the other side of the, the barricade. Oh. And that's that's the big feud that started me to be more of an in-ring competitor. Um, like I said, I told Sir Mo, you know, best, best, best to learn about throwing me in the fire. Well, two months month and a half two months after me and me and nate started uh, poking at each other we were in the main event street fight manager versus fan and we sold the venue out oh dang nice we got we had a we had a we had a standing applause after the match <laughs> and then we did it again for the next two months we had wow. a street fight in the december we had a last man standing match in January and it all culminated to a weapons cage match in February. Wow. And we sold out the venue for three straight months. Yeah. Now, um, kind of, uh, breaking the fourth wall, just maybe a little bit. Cause we, we kind of do little shades of gray here on uh, wrestling with altitude. <laughs> uh, what was it? Um, was there any kind of, uh, accelerated ramp up speed to get, uh, to Nate to uh, get into the, you said you it was athletic and everything, but to get him acclimated, to get him ready for a, a match with you and and then you as you with him as well. The, the only thing, the only thing really was uh, we, you know, we just had him train just a couple of days a week, and then okay. uh, that was Bobby or Sir Mo's thing was that, hey, we've got to get the fans in in the, on this right now. We have to mm-hmm. capitalize right now so we weren't supposed to have our first match until that february so that nate could feel a little bit better about you know a little bit more confident with himself right and uh bobby said no you you have to do it now and i said okay i will uh i will lead him through this match and we will make it happen cool yeah, I was just kind of curious because, you know, like what I was kind of alluding to is you kind of had a little bit of a head start in the the, the training, the wrestling training than, than him. However, from what it sounded like, you guys uh, did a damn good job getting a, a standing O. So. Yeah, that was one thing that he, he is so good at. Um, he's one of the best that I've ever seen at it is – uh, grabbing the emotions of the fans just with the way he he sells everything with with his facial expressions, with his body language, um, with just his personality in general, people love this guy. So him being able to do that and really pull those pull those fans that he's a part of because mm-hmm. he was at that time Nate the fan, not Nate the great. <laughs> <laughs> He was them. He was representing them. So that's how we were able to captivate him and, and really, really get him intrigued with what we did. Wow. So what's it? Uh, what's it feel like to, um, you know, you being, you know, newer in the business to get somebody launched like that? I uh, honestly, it felt really, really good to do that. Um, we, uh, we, we tricked him. We tricked him in that last month so we could see more of his real emotions oh. and uh he ended up breaking down crying in the middle of the ring in that february match so it was great uh, <laughs> but it was like i said it was it was really good it was a great experience to be able to to have that guy 
you know, know that I I really helped elevate and boost this guy yeah. that had that came from nothing that you know that came from the fandom and now he's one of our top top guys that's, just within a matter of months. That's 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 so great. That's so awesome. It's 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 great to hear those kind of uh, stories that are that are that are very unique. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, we, we've had things like similar things like this before, but this one is just got a little bit of a unique twist on it and. Uh, like you said, it, uh, you know, it, well, it sounded like everybody was enthralled and everybody was invested in this storyline. Yeah, they, they absolutely were. Um, like I said, we, 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 we tricked him, we tricked him in that last month and, uh, actually let him win our junior heavyweight championship during that cage match. Oh, <laughs> and uh, he didn't expect it, which is why he started breaking down to tears because, yeah. you know, he came from, you know, he's he's mid-30s and, and been a fan his entire life, and it was just something special for him. So it was yeah. great to great to see that side of it. <laughs> uh, well, um, so uh, beyond that, uh, what have been some of the uh, other uh, memorable moments that you've uh, had so far in the, uh, the wrestling career that, uh, you know, kind of come top to mind? Um, one of, one of the biggest ones was when I actually flipped over from being this super heel that, you know, the bad guy that everybody hates. And within a two month time, now I'm super baby face and, and, and people are loving me here. Um, so, I mean, that, that was a very memorable thing just because in my own mind, I went, there's no way. There's no way within a two-month span or two-event two span we're going to get these people from hating me like they do mm-hmm. to loving me like like we want them to. And then we ended up making it happen. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I would have to say, like, you know, stepping in the ring with some of the guys that I've been able to step in the ring with um, to help elevate me has has been the most memorable thing. For, for instance, I've had a match against – um, Steve Payne, you know, he was, uh, Lord Pindor in, uh, Lucha Underground. Okay. You know, he, and he still talks about it being one of his favorite matches when he first got to Texas. It was one of his favorite matches he's had. And that, that just, uh, you know, helped boost my confidence a little bit. And then had a great match with, with Tyson Dean, who's, you know, Alexander Koloff, one of the, one of the good brothers, one of the Koloffs, you know, so <laughs> that's cool. And then, uh, recently, more recently, I, I got to step in the ring with Chase Owens from the Bullet Club. Oh, yeah. That... You talk about going through a ringer right there. That was that was definitely <laughs> one of those moments. Yeah. Uh, so, in the, uh, along the same lines, um, who have been your uh, some of your favorite uh, people to uh, work with in the ring, for whatever reasons? So, uh, Nate Nate Lawson was was definitely. I would have to say the top guy mm-hmm. just because we have that kind of chemistry together. Um, so, you know, what, anytime we, we get together in the ring, we, we've had four overall matches. So we had that span of three in a month and then he had to leave and come back. And, and then he came back into the business for a little bit. And we had our, we had a, what we call our final chapter match. And it was like, it was like he'd not stepped away from the ring. You know, we, we just had that, we just have that chemistry together in the ring, so it's great. Um, outside of that, 
probably probably my favorite opponent. Hmm, that's a tough one. <laughs> but uh, definitely Nate. Definitely Nate. Um, hmm. I mean, when I say for whatever reasons, things like, you know, I like this particular person because we can go out there and uh, put some put on a, you know, a, a, a 30 minute uh, match and just just keep going and or something mm-hmm. like, like this, because, you know, him and I will have a have a connection that we are willing to try a lot of different things or, you know, it could be any, when I say, like I said, when I say yeah. that, I mean, those, just those kind of things, even if it's like a little small aspect of something. Yeah. I had, I had two matches before the pandemic shut everything down. I had two matches, uh, that really are sticking into my mind right now. Um, one is against, uh, Isaiah James. He goes by Izzy James. Now he works a lot at, at reality of wrestling down in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had, he's done some work for impact. He's done, um, some uh, extra work for WWE. Um, but him just because he made me go to a different level than what I was necessarily used to, because I, I tried to stick myself with into, into like a little box and say, you know, this is what I should do because this is what I can do. And he was like, Hey, I want you to try this and try this and try this. And then we went out there and, uh, had a just a terrific match against each other at least i felt like and um so it, it got me a little bit more out of my comfort zone than what i'm used to and then the next month i got the uh square off against fred yehi and he was just so unorthodox in some of the stuff that he does you know one he comes in as that southpaw um but just some of the stuff that he does is, is very unorthodox and so being able to work that style and still um, pull that magic from from the from the crowd and, mm. and you can hear you know hear the reaction from the crowd was one of those one of those favorite moments that i've had yeah and so i would i would suspect and forgive me if i'm uh drawing a, maybe a conclusion so when you work somebody like with an unorthodox style it, it's great because you get to figure out how to uh, react or connect or, you know, you know, be able to work with that styles and, and, uh, see, you know, how it can expand your repertoire. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly it. You know, it's go, it's a couple of things from one that as a, as a performer, you know, can I do this? And then if, when, when you're able to, it's like, wow, I can, I can honestly do this style and this style and this style. Um, you know, it, they may not be the most comfortable things for me, but it's like I can do them. That's cool. Uh, so then, um, so since you just per- pretty much, you know, are on the beginning stages of your career, and you've I've already seen you uh, do a lot of traveling. Of course, you know, visit us uh, a few times here in uh, Denver. Like I said, we're, you're currently there in uh, in Arkansas. What's it like uh, already uh, getting the uh, the travel flights and you know traveling for for this? Uh, it's, it's, it's been an experience. Um, I'll say that it has been a, gr- it's been an experience, a lot, a lot of good with it. You know, you got your, your, your stuff sometimes with traveling where you got your delays and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. um, luckily I haven't ran into too, too many of those, but it, it's, uh, it's an eye opening experience to see some of the differences from the different areas that you go to. Like I went out to, uh, Memphis a couple of times I've gone out to 
like Knoxville, Tennessee, a couple of times. Uh, obviously, I went. Uh, I've gone up to Denver, went up to New Jersey with the Monster Factory, and seeing some of the different styles is cool. But also seeing that at its heart, pro wrestling is the same almost everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's cool. I was going to kind of ask you along with that, along the uh, the crowds. Do you feel the crowds are maybe a little bit different on their likes and dislikes or uh, how you have you maybe tailored your style or moves a little bit different to get that reaction? Cause you, you've, you've noticed that, you know, crowds will react in different, different ways to different things in different areas. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. For instance, uh, I'll, I'll even take this um, example here with coming up to Denver uh, last, last month. Um you know, I I see so, so certain certain workers working a certain way, and the crowd's really reacting to it. And you know, like they're, they're going really fast and doing you know a bunch of flips, turns, and that kind of stuff. And the crowd the crowd is in it; it's hot. They're reacting to it. And then I come out there and just yell, "Watch your face!" and <laughs> to the face, and they eat it up. So you know, they're just in. They're just in for professional wrestling there. You know, just in general. Yeah. Right, where like here, you know, or down in in Dallas, sure they like to see people do very athletic things, but they're not necessarily wanting to see you flip around and dive and all that. They want to see you lock up. Yeah. They want to see big hits. So that having that difference, and then even uh, I've gone out to London a couple of times. And they they just want that, that crowd out there in London wants to be involved. Mm. Once you involve them, they're in it. I see. Well, that's cool. I'm glad to see that uh, it, things are a little different in, in different parts and different crowds and and things of that nature. I'm, I'm glad that uh, uh, what I what I feel that uh, you know my home my home crowd my fellow fans. Uh, are uh what i see is kind of what you see too so that's uh that's great uh so um what about uh before we swing around and get to the uh that what's uh currently coming up here in the near future what about the far future uh is there anybody uh that you'd like to get into the ring with and this can be uh anybody anywhere anyhow if you can name it it can happen yeah, one guy that I would absolutely love to step in the ring with would be The Miz. Okay. I I love everything that that guy does. <laughs> uh, he's just so good in every single aspect um, that, that I can see. And, it, you know, going just from the the he's, – he's getting beat up the entire match against Bobby Lashley to, you know, he can – take over an entire match and win by cheating or he can be the great baby face that you want to see fight and win you know he he's just he's one of those guys that i've always been pretty captivated with once i got back to wrestling yeah that's cool uh do you now this is just a, a curiosity question for myself since you named him uh do you feel like uh you and him are uh, similar to any ways, especially when it comes to say in being able to mix the entertainment factor factor with the physical factor. 
I would I would say yes to that. <laughs> Me too. And uh, I can't I can't also deny the fact that uh, I, he's get he's had a lot of influence on some of the things that I do as well. So. Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I li- I like that. I can I can see that. That's why I also said you know me too when you when you men- mentioned that. That's uh, well, that's great. Uh, so now let's uh, talk about the the current future, and that's uh, one of the main reasons why I've got you on. Uh, what uh, do you uh, have uh, coming up that uh, the people should uh, be aware of if they want to either uh, see you in person if they're listening to this. Or if there's, you know, say, for example, an online way that they can uh, watch you, uh, you know, if a particular promotion has got a like a Twitch feed or or something like that. Um, well, I, you know, I've got my my home promotion in Dallas, uh, Sword Championship Wrestling. Um, we're we're running shows uh, at the first Saturday of each month. And uh, we generally live stream those through Facebook uh, just on our our page some you know sometimes we have that little wonky feed that ends up messing up on us but for the most part we try to get that going um one of our affiliates uh for it's more of our developmental is our chaotic kingdom wrestling which we're we're at in arkansas it's in uh, sherwood arkansas we have that show tonight i don't think it'll be streaming anywhere but it'll be tonight and we'll have some good stuff up for that um again it's in sherwood arkansas and then uh, for the next couple of months I will be uh, up in Rocky Mountain Pro up in Denver. I'll get to go out there up until uh, in June, up until June. Oh, wow. So you're going to come visit us every single month then? Every single month. I'll be up there at least once a month in June. And then June, I'll be back up there. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, Dean, I want to thank you for uh, coming on to the uh, podcast. But before I do let you go, uh, people wanted to, of course, uh, follow up with uh, all the stuff, the events and shows that you're going to. They want to follow up with you on the uh, social media, like the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the etc. Uh, what do you've all got? Yeah, for sure. I've got, I've got a Facebook page. I've got Instagram, and I've got Twitter. Um, Instagram and Twitter got the exact same handle. It is at Dean Fleming nine zero three. Just one M. Just one M in my name. Uh, people like to put two, but it's just one. Um, so at Dean Fleming nine zero three, you you find me on Instagram and Twitter. And if you see the undeniable one, Dean Fleming, I do have a uh, fan page there on Facebook for that. That's great. And then um, also too, if they uh, want to support you, do you have um, a pro wrestling tea store or anything like that? I I do. Okay. Uh, it's- ProWrestlingTees.com backslash uh, backslash Dean Fleming nine zero three. Awesome, that's easy to remember as well. Cool. All right, well, Dean. Um, once again, like I uh, said, I want to thank you for uh, coming on, and I uh, guess I will be uh, seeing you in a uh, short little while at the next uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Show here uh, on the twentieth. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of uh, speaking of pro wrestling tees, sorry about that. I had to plug okay. that in. Okay. I do got my uh, my new shirt up there. I have my cartoon drawing with a little bit of a uh, watch your face on there. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So brand new, brand new, brand new shirt just went up uh, this past week. Oh, cool. Cool. Awesome. I might have to, might, might have to get that if uh, you don't have one to shell me at the, uh, at the next show. <laughs> 
Most definitely, most definitely. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you uh, having me on. Once again, a big, huge thank you to the undeniable Dean Fleming for coming on to this episode of the Wrestling With Altitude podcast. Uh, Check him out. Uh, They're on the uh, social media and each and every one of the events that he is at, including uh, this upcoming uh, Saturday's Rocky Mountain Pro charged uh, tapings at the uh, Fast Performance uh, Center in Denver, Colorado. And speaking of that, let's talk about the uh, schedule that we've got uh, coming up here. Uh, the events that are in my view for this upcoming weekend. We've got a packed weekend for wrestling in the Denver and Colorado area. First off, uh, of course, let's talk about uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Charge TV tapings. Uh, if you want to get uh, tickets, head over to rmpwrestling.com. Uh, click on the uh, events link and you'll be able to purchase your tickets right there. As far as I know, there's still some tickets available, so let's sell these out. Well, let's sell all these events out. We've also got Primos Professional Wrestling. They're having their Alpha 9 event at the Watering Bowl in Denver, Colorado. Tickets, uh, I think, are still available for that. Head over to their Facebook page to purchase tickets. The link is right there. Let's sell that one out. Then also on Saturday as well, Colorado Springs Wrestling with their Springtide event. Uh, Let's sell them out as well. Tickets, uh, hit up their Facebook page or message Ruthless Randy Rude to get your tickets. Get in that event. Let's sell that out. Then on Sunday, we've got IWC Legacy Night of Champions, Noche de Campeones. Uh, their event, uh, last time I checked, uh, was uh, 15 tickets or so available. That was a little while ago, so they may have sold out. But if you want to go to that, head over to their Facebook page, send them a message. Uh, if they do get sold out, you can, of course, watch them online. They have an, a, a link that you can purchase those uh, from. Uh, that goes the same thing, of course, with uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. If you do not get tickets, you can, of course, subscribe to their Twitch feed at twitch.tv slash Rocky Mountain Pro. Before we get out of here, let's give a shout out to the Trending Topics Network. If you like this show, catch other great shows on their feed. Just subscribe in your favorite podcast catching application of your choice. You'll catch other great shows such as All Beer Inside, The Eurovision Showcase, The Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling Cheers. Want to support this show? Uh, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mr. Fourth Row, pick up yourself a WrestlingWithAltitude.com t-shirt. We would greatly appreciate it. Want to get in contact with this show? WrestlingWithAltitude.com is the website. Podcast at WrestlingWithAltitude.com is the email address. On Facebook at WrestlingWithAltitude. Twitter of WrestleAltitude for the handle. And as always, I want to thank you all for listening and having fun wrestling with altitude. Thank you.